how I fathom spitting. Uh -huh. Like you ain't in my league to mention, pull out the savage written. This is my aphorisms, plus I got bad intentions. Call it the thirst for more and store Mojave vision. At times I'm on the H that Gandhi kicking. So pour a cup of that life liquid that's ever so omnipresent. Other times I'm on this beat, gon' catch a body mission. Like Sun ain't listening, then we hit him like Sunny listen. But nah, let me call my diction. Hello and welcome to the Two Guys Podcast, episode 416. I am one of your hosts, Brandon Niles. And I am your other co-host, Dwayne. How you doing today, buddy? I'm doing pretty good, man. I'm doing pretty good. Today, we're going to talk NFC South. We're going to get into it. We talked Baker Mayfield trade last week, but we will talk about the entire Panthers team and that division of where they stand in it today. Uh, but before we get too far into that, how are you, buddy? I'm doing good, man. Um... Uh, my beloved Charlotte Hornets have not made any moves in the, in free agency, so I'm upset about that. Uh, <laughs> and so I have, <laughs> I've so I have so I've just completely shifted all my love and affection to my beloved Carolina Panthers. Nice, <laughs> nice, nice. I am I am a, I am a bandwagon fan, but only within my own teams. So I'm <laughs> I'm, I'm jumping off one team, but to another team. <laughs> so November back in on Charlotte. Right. Yeah, that's yeah. right, baby. <laughs> when the Panthers start, when we start one and five, I'll be back in. <laughs> I I had a hard time with this division, and uh, it's there's something I want to do, but I, I I chickened out and didn't have the guts to do it. So it's so, there's something I want to do too, but also don't have the the guts to do it. The problem for me with this division is that I hate all the teams. Yeah. Except the Panthers. Yeah. So it's like when I'm sitting there looking at the Falcons and I'm like, you know what? Kind of like this team. Yeah. But it's but it's like, screw them. They're the Falcons. Last. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the Falcons, I mean, they very, very possibly could end up the worst team in football. Like, it's they very could, possible. The, I, I would say I think they would be closer to, you know how we pick top who, who our, one of our predictions will be who has the top five picks in the next draft. Yeah. I think it's way more likely they end up on that list than winning this division. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I also I, think it's I, way more I likely think... they end up on that list than end up second or third in this division. But, but I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it anyway. So let's go. Let's go. I'm on board. I'm on board. So what team <laughs> am I going to start with? I'm going to start with, the New Orleans Saints. That's what I'm going to do. We always start at the bottom. I'm going to start with the Saints. Yep. That's the crazy thing that I, I, I think I'm crazy to do. So Is that crazy? I because that's crazy. where I'm starting. Yeah. They won nine games last year, and and so it's a little crazy to call them last in the division that also has the Atlanta Falcons and the Carolina Panthers. So I think that's a little bit crazy. So, so a dirty little secret. I think the Panthers are going to be good. I think they're going to be fine is what I think. I think they're going to be – a solid team that probably still misses the playoffs. That's that's where that's, I have the Panthers. That's what, it sounds like we're on the same page on this division. I think so, too. Um, yeah, I think so, too. Um, Did you have the Saints last? I have the Saints last. I love it. I love this. I thought I thought you were going to laugh me off the podcast for that. So. No, I was – the problem that I had – I thought I didn't, but I was considering the Falcons second, but I didn't do that. Yeah. Yeah, um, no, I didn't do that. Yeah, we ended up the same on this one. Interesting. Yeah, I think we're I think we're the same. Um, I might be a little higher on the Panthers than you because I I have them in the hunt for a playoff berth. Yeah, but not, but not not getting it. Um, I think this Saints team is gonna stink. I think this is I think that one of these teams in this division, at least one of these teams in the division, is gonna flat out stink. 
Uh-huh. And I think it's I think it's the Saints. I don't know why I think it's the Saints, but I do. Like I I just you know they they elevated Dennis Allen, losing Sean Payton, and and bringing and having Dennis Allen coach. I do think that's a downgrade at coaching, and I I I think that's an effect. I think they're gonna yep. miss. Um, Taron Armstead at left tackle. They need to replace him. I know he's nicked up last year. Uh, Alvin Kamara may get suspended. He's also starting to break down a little bit. Uh, do we trust Jameis Winston and Andy Dalton no. at quarterback? Uh, Michael no, Thomas' question marks. You know, that was my, the question. What What is the deal with Michael Thomas? I don't like, know. I don't know. <laughs> like is he like right now is he is he is he listed as healthy now is he still listed as out like i don't even know what his status is yeah um i i honestly you, you just <laughs> don't like, know you like just don't know. question just do not know <laughs> yeah i i it's it, it's really hard to know what to do um i i you know he's running routes right now um i i think he's gonna be healthy it's very possible yeah. but you know we kind of thought that last year up until, you know, July or August. So I don't know. I don't even know, man. <laughs> on paper, man, they, they you know, skill position-wise, they look good on paper. Or look, or, or look, I won't say great, but they look good on paper. I love their wide receivers. Obviously, Alvin Kamara, if he plays, is great. Um, I'm not, I, I, I'm kind of out on Jameis at this point. But, you know, I understand people that would want to be in on Jameis. Yeah, coming off an injury, uh, you know, and now now he's got a head coach who's a little more conservative. Now they should run the same offense because Pete Carmichael is retained as the offensive coordinator, so that that's probably good. Um, I kind of like Chris Richard, their defensive coordinator. So like, there's things I like, but I do think they're gonna miss Sean Payton. I th- I don't think Dennis Allen is a good head coach, and I think yeah. they're gonna struggle in that regard. Uh, I I like Chris Olave, the receiver they drafted out of Ohio State in the first round. I like him, but I, I'm not convinced that Jameis Winston is is it. And that that's going to create a, a, a you know a strong <laughs> a strong connection right away. Um, yeah, you know I like Trevor Penning, the tackle from Northern Iowa they drafted too. I don't necessarily think that he's going to be a, a, an instant starter at left tackle. I think he's kind of a project. So I, I don't know. I, like I said, on paper, even defensively, on paper. They have some really good pieces, you know, good pieces in the secondary. They brought in Tyron Matthew, who we all know this podcast loves. Uh, Cameron Jordan's still there. I, I like the potential of Peyton Turner and Pete Werner, their rookies last year. But I just, I think everything has to go right for this team. And already I'm starting to see things that feel like they may go wrong. And I just think yeah. that, I think that this is the team that looks the most likely to fall off the rails. I completely agree. Um, for me, the two the two main things I want you to talk about their defense, but the two main things that made me think they're taking a step back is losing Sean Payton, and I, th- I think that's going to really really hurt them because he he is a good coach. My hatred of Sean, Sean Payton aside, he is a really good coach. Yeah. Um, and the quarterback position, like James, I just don't trust Jameis coming off of an injury, and he it's it's and it is it's either Jameis or Dalton. They've given up on the Taysom Hill experiment, it seems. They've uh, Supposedly, they've moved him permanently to tight end. Uh, so I think they're okay. going to go in with Jameis Winston, Andy Dalton, and Ian Book. Uh, their okay. Last year, their <laughs> middle round quarterback last year. I, I think that that's what they're going to do. Dalton will be the backup. I do think if everybody stinks, we might see a Taysom Hill experiment again. But I feel like that was mostly Sean Payton driven. Yeah, I, I hope so, because let's move on. So now, <laughs> we, we will have this discussion on our fantasy 
draft. Where in our specific league, our weird league that you've run, where are you listing Taysom Hill this year? Are you listing him as tight end? I don't know. I I haven't come up. I haven't figured that out yet. <laughs> but it's like we'll figure that out live at the draft. <laughs> yeah, I I I I might still list him at quarterback. Um, I I might even say something like if he's the starting quarterback that day, you don't get to start him at tight end. You have to start him at quarterback. I might even say that, I, but we'll see. I think that I think that's a fair wrinkle. I would say you can start him at the position he starts at for that day. Yeah, that that's kind of. That's like kind of where, where I'm going to land. If he starts at quarterback, you have to start him at quarterback. But if he starts at tight end but then switches to play quarterback, then that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's probably where I'll land. Like, like, yeah, if you've, if you've got him as your tight end. The thing is, I don't think he's going to have value in either spot this year. I just I don't think he's right. going to be the starting tight end. And I don't think yeah. he's going to – I don't even think he's going to be the – third string quarterback so I, 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 what, what what i want is for him to go undrafted in our league and me to just not think about him all season that's what it's, I want. it's not it's just not a problem i think that will very likely be the case yeah <laughs> i am gonna call cordero patterson a running back this year that i'm gonna do you are okay but, okay yeah because he i mean that's that's definitely his position now so yeah absolutely i was late to make that change i had him as a receiver last year even though he pretty much played running back so um, tell me about this defense. It was good last year. Uh, you know, yeah. they have question marks at the linebacker spot. Uh, I'm not sure they have a really good second corner, but outside of that, they're pretty strong. I kind of like the youth that they have up front. Uh, Cameron Jordan anchors the line, but they have talent across the, um, all four positions. So I, I kind of like what they have defensively, but the talent on that, on that defense outside of Marshawn Lattimore is getting old. Demario Davis, Cameron Jordan, mm-hmm. Teran Matthew, Marcus May, they've all had injury issues recently. They've all, uh, or they're, they're starting to kind of break down, starting to decline a little bit. So it, it, there is, it is a prime situation to see a decline, but they were fourth last year in points allowed. So like, this is a good defense yeah. and, and it should continue. It's well coached. So it should continue to be good. I just think maybe it slips. I think maybe Pete Werner, Peyton Turner, they have a lot of upside. The rookies from last year, they were also nicked up last year, and maybe that continues. Maybe maybe tomorrow Davis slips. Maybe Cameron Jordan slips just enough, uh, and, and we see we see struggles. Teran Matthew, Marcus May should be a dynamite safety combination, but also two players who have struggled to stay on the field throughout their career so far. So it's it's hard to bank on that, even though I do like the talent. Seems, seems very much like this could be an injury-riddled uh, unit. Uh, seems like on paper, this seems like one of those units that would give you one last hurrah, like the defense will carry them to like 10 wins if the offense stays a little bit. But Very I just don't possible. think they're going to be healthy. I think they're going to struggle to stay healthy. I think they're a little old. Uh, it's crazy to call these guys old. We're old now that we're calling Terry and Matthew and Terry and Matthew and Cameron Jordan old. I know, right? But, um, <laughs> <laughs> we're getting old. Um, but yeah, I just I think I think I think the defense slips from the, you know the the elite squad they were last year, and yeah, just comes down to I just, defense slipping. Don't trust the coaching. Don't trust the quarterback. I think they finished last. Yeah, I I think that's fair. I really do. Um, yeah, I I think it's very fair. It's hard. It's hard to um, it's hard to bank on this team. There's just so much turnover and there's a lot of question marks. You know what I mean? It's just. 
I, I, I'm, I'm good on being low on the Saints. I'm glad. That's, that's, that's cool. I thought you were gonna think I was crazy for being too low on them. And they'll probably come out and win ten games and make us look silly. But I just, <laughs> of course, of course. I don't know. Will. I don't know. Winston hasn't exactly uh, won games uh, throughout his career. So he's been. He's, he's, he's not right. Like Jameis is not a bad quarterback. I no. want to be clear and say he's not bad. No. But he's also like just not like. Has he won a playoff game? I don't know. That, I won't. I won't go as far as say he hasn't because I don't know that off the top of my head. But I don't know that he's won a playoff game as a quarterback. Yeah, I'll look that up. I don't think he's been to the playoffs. But um, but I'll has look he not? That up. Okay. So, um, I don't remember a Bucks team ha- having a playoff run with him on it because they've always been those teams that every year about this time they used to be the Browns. Yeah. They win the Super Bowl every July. Yeah. They, <laughs> <laughs> they they like for a every, while there they were the team everyone everyone thought would would take a step forward each year. It was definitely yeah. that was definitely the way it went. Um Yeah, the they're the, the Cleveland Brown All-Stars, right? Yeah. Where it's just like that's what Cleveland is that team now. It's like a every, little different. Every, it's a little different. I would say they 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 used to be like the Orlando Magic, right? Like you'd be like they kept adding young pieces that got people excited. So you'd be like, "Oh, they got they got pieces. This is going to be the year they'd step through, and it just never worked. Like, um, the Atlanta, you know, the Browns, the Browns that's are more like – That's definitely the magic. You're right. Yeah, the Browns <laughs> are more like um, – I'm trying to think – are more like the Kings, right? Like, they, they sign big pieces <laughs> that, uh, you know, that are supposed to be great, but then it doesn't pan out. You know, it's just – But the I, bra- I but the last, the last two years, though, we've been told that this is the year the Browns make a run. Yeah. And yeah. and like and two years ago they did with you know lifelong Panther Baker Mayfield at the end. Yeah, yeah. They they did they did make a run and won a playoff game. So you know, <laughs> they did. They won a playoff they did. game. They absolutely did. <laughs> yeah, the Bucks did not make the playoffs with Winston there. Okay. Okay. Yeah. They the most games they won they won nine games. Uh, that was the year. I think that was the year that Ryan Fitzpatrick started a few games. <laughs> But oh, they won geez. nine games his second year and seven games his last year in Tampa. Those were his best se- the best seasons there. Fitz Magic. Fitz Mag- his legacy is gonna be just ruining the evaluation process for young quarterbacks. For real. For real. <laughs> oh, I, I, I I'm wrong. That was a Winston season. Never mind. I'm wrong. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so funny. Okay, so let's yeah. talk. Uh, I was gonna go. Uh, are are we done with the Saints? Yeah, we could be done. I was gonna say the. the I think we both kind of agree on this team that we think they're gonna be last, and I think they're gonna be bad. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I think they'll be bad. Uh, so let's talk. I I have the Falcons next. I do too. Let's go. So I don't think they're gonna be good. I don't. But there's a story I can tell that they're not bad. Does that make sense? I. I agree. I think this. I think this could be the surprising team, because I think everyone. Well, I won't say everyone. I'll say me. <laughs> is expecting them to be bad, right? Lose the quarterback, going young at the quarterback position. Well, I guess. Well, I guess not necessarily young, but they did draft. You know, um, you know, a guy who I. He's not going to be the starter. Who's the starter? Have they announced the, the actual starter there yet? Which week? Are you talking? What do you about? mean? Are you talking about week one? <laughs> for what? For the starter? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, have they announced who the QB one is, or is it just the open? Conversation? They haven't announced it yet, but it's probably going to be Mariota week one. 
Yeah. So you're saying like to start the season you expected to be Mariota, but then I, yeah. shortly after that you expected to go to Ritter. Yes, absolutely. That's what I expect. Um, either because of injury or uh, meh play. So yeah, uh, that's what so I'm thinking. That- maybe maybe I would say you know week eight versus Carolina. I'm gonna I'm gonna say that week eight versus Carolina. Desmond Ritter is probably starting that game. Okay. That's my guess. So th- th- that's that's the thing for me is that like I, th- I want Mariota to be good though. Me too. I love Marcus <laughs> Mariota. I love him. I have loved him forever. I love he's a duck. He's he seems like a good kid. I hope he's great. Yeah. Guy can't stay on the field, and it's I can't, can't bank man. on him being on the field. You can't can't call him young anymore either. I think he's twenty eight, so he's not young. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, inexperienced guy. I guess I should probably say as opposed to young. Yeah, he was drafted um, seven years ago, man. Seven years. We're old. The no, Jameis draft. Yeah. The Jameis Winston draft. That was the Winston draft. Yeah, he went number two. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I was all I was all about Marcus Mariota in that draft. You... <laughs> Listen, I like this roster. I, that, it, it's, it, it doesn't have the big names that that Saints roster had. Um, you know, skill positions are definitely a step down in, in you know, pedigree from those names. Uh-huh. But again, just this quarterback position is just a question mark, man. It's just, it's hard to really buy this team based on young, inexperienced quarterback play. Of course, we everyone we're all buying the Cal Pitts uh, stock at this point, right? Like we're all in. Are we on board? Yeah, Last he, year he, he had a good season. I I think I think yeah. Kyle Pitts is is excellent. I th- I think for yeah. sure. We're we're all on board with the Cal Pitts, Cordarrelle Patterson. I think the defense though, it's it's a, it's a problem. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I will say Mariota won Dude, nine games three straight years in Tennessee, um, including Let's go. including making it to the playoffs. Um, oh, keep talking. I'm good. I have to look something up. Keep yeah. talking. Yeah, they um they won a wild card game against Kansas City when Mariota was the starting quarterback. Um, Mariota, Mariota hasn't been a bad quarterback. He's been a hurt quarterback. Yeah, you know what I mean. He's been he just yeah he just hasn't been able to stay healthy. Yeah, and uh, you know they brought in Drake London. I'm actually not a big Drake London fan, but I don't I don't dislike him. I think he's fine. Um, the first round receiver out of USC. Hopefully he'll be healthy. I love their draft. Yep. I thought that Arnold um, Ebiketti from Penn State, the defensive end, is a versatile player. He can stand up. He can uh, put his put his you know hand in the dirt and start at defensive end. I think you're going to see him a lot in pass rushing formations. Uh, Troy Anderson, the linebacker out of Montana State, I think he's a plugger. I think he could start early on. He's a more natural Mike than anyone else on that roster, and I think he'll solidify the linebacker core a little bit. Deion Jones mm. is a good player, but he's 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 more of a rack-up tackles guy than an impact player, if that makes sense. Uh, yeah. And then I, I thought A.J. Terrell came along really nicely at the corner spot. So th- they have talent. They have a fair amount of talent on this defense, fair amount of talent on the offense. And people think the offensive line stinks. I don't think it does. It's been nicked up and a little bit inconsistent. But Chris Lindstrom, Caleb McGarry, Jake Matthews, those are starters. Matt Hennessy yeah. comes over as the center. Matt Hennessy's a good player. Uh, the only hole I see on that team is at left guard, where I think Jalen Mayfield and Colby Gossett will probably fight for the job. But that the line is not bad. And, uh, you know, Cordero Patterson, Drake London, Kyle Pitts, that's not a terrible group of, of Let's players. Let's go. I, 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 I agree. I don't think yeah. this is as bad as people are making it out to be. It seems, it's, like I said, it's young, it's inexperienced, but I don't think it's bad. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I, you I know, I'm with you. It's really weird for me to be so low on Atlanta when Ryan was there, and I like Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan's a good quarterback. Um, and for me to be high on the Colts because they got Matt Ryan and me to think that Atlanta's <laughs> not going to be garbage when they lost him. It's really weird. Yeah, that's that. None of none of that logically, you know, fits together. None of but that it, makes but, sense. But, <laughs> yeah, none of that. But I'm with you. I agree with everything you said. I Ooh. love the Colts. I may or may not have the Colts penciled in as my Super Bowl pick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm in on the Colts, so a lot of it's because of Matt Ryan, and yet somehow I now the, the Falcons. I do have them around like six games. Like I don't think that the, I think right. si- I think six games will be like people be like, oh, they're not as bad as we thought. I don't think they're gonna be good you know what i mean so i would between i'm gonna say like between these bottom three teams the saints the falcons and the panthers i'm it, anywhere from like five to eight wins yeah is what we're talking about yeah here. that's like, we're really not, where not, i have i have the i have the yeah. saints at four the falcons at six and the panthers at eight so four yeah six, i eight. think that's that the, what I have. you could talk me into the panthers around nine wins but again that's probably still not making the playoffs right yeah, yeah so it's yeah so like we're not talking like i think that the saint the falcons are going to be infinitely better than saints would not shock me if the falcons ended up last in this division wouldn't shock not. me if the panthers ended up last in the division honestly honestly um, honestly wouldn't shock me if the um if the falcons are the worst team in the league it wouldn't shock me so. <laughs> <laughs> because of that youth and inexperience and the, yeah. you know we don't we just don't know what the quarterback position yeah. is Mariota could get hurt and Desmond Ritter could stink. It's very possible. I kind of think Mariota's going to be good, and then I think he's going to get hurt, and then I kind of think Desmond Ritter is going to be good. So, <laughs> yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. What I wanted to t- what I wanted to look up was the name of a, there's a podcast uh, with uh, Taylor Lewan has a podcast. Oh, interesting. And it, it's called Bussing with the Boys. <laughs> that's, 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 that sounds and like a Taylor Lewan podcast. Does it not? Yeah. And it's it's them and it's makeshift like what looks like a bus and they're recording this podcast and he tells stories about the from the Tennessee Titans and when I tell you it is the best. <laughs> he tells a story. I think it was it was about Blaine Gabbert. I think he said that Mariota goes down. Gabbert comes in and he says he's like, "Okay, boys, let's go. Let's toss that thing." And then Gabbert comes in and immediately throws a pick six. <laughs> and he's like, come on, guy. Like, come on. It's, it's fantastic. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> very, very funny. But yeah, you said Mariota in Tennessee. It just reminded me of Taylor LeWan telling the stories about the quarterbacks. Oh, that's funny. That's amazing. Oh, God. I think there was one story he told where it was like he just got he got like knocked just got his clock clean and got knocked down, and the defender runs by him and sacks the quarterback, and the it, it was I think it was a uh, Mariota. Mariota's looking at him like why'd you let that happen? And he was like, man, you held the ball eight seconds. <laughs> He's like, you saw I got knocked down. Get rid of it. <laughs> Get rid of it. I love it. <laughs> It's very. It's a very funny podcast. To, to be fair, to that Mariota holding the ball too long is a thing with Mariota. So, and that always <laughs> so. it's like you held it for eight seconds, dude. <laughs> so funny. Anyway, so I fu- think I'm good with this. I'm good with the with the with the the Falcons third. Mm-hmm. This is this is one of the this is that prediction that's going to look the worst probably. I, it I probably think. will. Yeah, the the Saints will probably win ten games. The Falcons will yeah. be last, and Atlanta will be <laughs> knocking on the door of last. So right, right. 
Um, so by the way, my three-year-old, you might hear her. Uh, she is just screaming and it's, it's positive yeah. screams. So that's good. Yeah. But is she listening to the Taylor Lewan podcast? She, she might, might be, be listening. listening. Yes. Yeah, that, <laughs> that might be what's happening. She, uh, huge Taylor Lewan fan. Uh, my, my daughter, she, Sophie, she loves Taylor Lewan. Um, <laughs> oh goodness. I love she, your kids. Your kids are the best. She's so cute. I'll put on baseball, and she'll be like, oh, I want to watch baseball with you, Daddy. And I'll be like, come on up. And I'm so excited. I get my hopes up every time. I get. I don't learn. Every time I get my hopes up, I'm like, she's going to sit and watch baseball with me, and then I'm going to be able to kind of zone out instead of being full-on parent for this moment, which yeah. is amazing. Yeah. Right? It's, a, it's an amazing yeah. feeling when you realize you can watch the kids without watching the kids. and Because and, we, <laughs> we don't like to just like plant them in front of the TV very much. We don't like to do that. But yeah. if I'm watching baseball and she's watching it with me, it feels different. Right, right, right. <laughs> it's different, right? It's, ve- um, it's it's different. It's very different, Brent. <laughs> but every time she thing. comes up, sits for about three seconds, and then and then uh, and then has no interest anymore, and decides to go yeah. destroy something. So, <laughs> yeah, baseball's probably not the best sport for a three-year-old. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably not. Probably not. I Crack will say it. I took my daughters to the uh, Nashville Soccer Club ga- uh, games in the last couple weeks. Yeah. And I've I've learned that the trick to getting kids to sit through a half of any sporting event is cotton candy. Ooh, that'll do it. <laughs> do, don't they just run crazy after that though? Yeah. You got listen. You got to <laughs> pick your battles, man. <laughs> yeah, you're definitely right. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, Very they cute. do. <laughs> I, I'll probably take Lily to a Blazer game this fall if she wants to go. Um, we're we're going to have two issues, so we're probably only going to make it a half. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ready myself yep. for that. Yep. And then yep. I know, like, in the concourse, they have, like, face painting for kids and stuff like that. Mm. So I'm definitely going to have to do that, which will be cool. Yep. And yep. then um, I'm going to have to have a conversation with her about the bathroom because – we went to an outdoor <laughs> event, right? And she's six, or she's about to be six. And she, we went to an outdoor event, and there's porta potties there. Mm. And she was doing great at the event, and then she went to use the porta potty. She took one look, cried, and said, "I'm leaving." Yes, absolutely. And, yep, yeah. that is accurate. Yeah, my so my I'm my, my to kids talk refer to her about public restrooms at stadiums. <laughs> my kids refer to the porta potties as the yucky potty. Yeah, they yeah. don't like to. They don't like to use the yucky potty. Yeah, she refused. She straight up refused. We left. <laughs> <laughs> she had a she had a massive tantrum and we left. <laughs> <laughs> the one thing I'll say about uh, stadiums this is the this is the dad portion of the podcast. I apologize. Yeah, I'm sorry. I apologize too. It's uh, we're, um, we're going to talk Panthers here in a minute. The pot of uh, uh, like sta- especially the new stadium. The the Nashville has a new soccer stadium. Very good uh, family restroom situation. Nice, nice. They have very, very, very accessible family rest. This is the things you notice when you become a parent: yeah. is that they have family restrooms. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Never because our kids that. are six. Never knows that ten and my, years ago. And my kids, they can go to the bathroom by themselves. I just don't really like to let them. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Yeah. You, you don't know what's happening in there. You don't know right. What's going on. Like they can do it, so I I feel more comfortable going in the family restroom, especially in public, man. Because like, <laughs> yeah. Because like, you don't know who's in there. You, know you don't. I mean? You don't know what's happening in there. <laughs> but um, 
<laughs> but yeah, so the family restroom. Hats off to the family restroom situation at National Soccer Club. Yeah, Stadium. yeah. Hats off to National <laughs> Soccer Stadium. That's absolutely. Um, all right, Carolina Panthers. Um, another, another. Uh, I would say another situation where you, you know, they can go out and play by themselves, but you don't really want that to happen. Like you're concerned. <laughs> you, you listen, it just depends. It depends on who's leading. If it's Baker, I feel better. Yeah. I feel like but Baker if, is excellent under supervision, but I would be worried about Baker going out and piloting the offense without the coaching staff. I feel like you'd, you'd see him doing, he's like, okay, we're going to do the hook and ladder loop-de-loop on three, and that's it. Yeah. Like, it's going to be like crazy, crazy plays. And, and, and but see, but here's the problem. Here's yeah. the problem. This is the problem that we used to always say about, like, who? <laughs> it would be like, like the J.R. Smith situation. J.R. Smith goes out into a game and, and the worst thing J.R. Smith could do is hit his first three. <laughs> it's the worst thing that could happen for you that night because now he's going to shoot 15 threes, right? I feel like Baker is the first, is this kind of the same way. If Baker goes out and does some crazy, crazy play and it works, it's like you're in for a day because, <laughs> because now that's what he's doing. <laughs> sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, right? Oh, that's um, funny. I think here's my here's my thing about the Panthers. This is why I have them second. That defense is good. I know the defense struggled. I know that defense struggled last year, but I'm willing to write off that defensive struggles based on the offensive struggles. That's been a big thing with the Panthers, you know, the last decade. Even since we got Cam. Like when the defense struggled, it was because the offense was struggling. Yeah. And it's and if the, if the offense can't give them a breather, you look back that first four or five weeks of that season last year. That defense was one of the best five defenses in the league. Yeah, it yeah. it wasn't it wasn't until Christian McCaffrey got hurt and went out, and the offense started struggling. Sam Darnold fell off a cliff. That's when the defense fell apart. And I think if the offense can just be a little more competent this year, which I think they will be, they upgraded the offensive line. They upgraded the quarterback position. I've got both all all my fingers and toes crossed that Christian, Christian McCaffrey can give us ten w- solid weeks. <laughs> 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 I think the team should be better. I genuinely, I think the offense is going to be better, and I think it's going to make the defense play better. Carolina had a heck of an off season. Um, that they really did. <laughs> they they shored up areas uh, that they really needed to shore up. They added a, a quite a bit of talent. Uh, I I thought they had a great. I thought they kind of knocked it out of the park. Uh, I love the addition of Deontay Foreman, who yep. who kind of did Derrick Henry light work in, in Tennessee last year. Um, obviously he wasn't Derrick Henry, but he was a very effective well, starting running no, back. And what I what a, I just what I just what I just heard is that he is you know, better than Derrick Henry. That's what I'm going <laughs> forward with. Uh, stylistically, he filled that role on the Tennessee <laughs> offense, and the Tennessee offense still played well with him as a feature back in there. I, I thought that that was uh, – I thought he looked good. I thought he looked really good. And so I think that when McCaffrey gets hurt, Foreman will help <laughs> ease that strain. You know what I mean? When, I, when, yeah. McC- when McCaffrey gets hurt. <laughs> uh, bringing in Ekemekwonu, the, uh, the left tackle out of NC State, like that kid is ready to start. Massive, massive need 
uh, on the offensive line. Austin Corbett is a nice addition at, at right guard. I think that Bradley Bozeman is a good starter at center. We'll see what they do at left guard, but I think that's uh, kind of similar to Atlanta. Left guard is the only spot that I, I'm not super confident in. But even then, I think Pat Elfline will probably win that job and be fine. Uh, I like the tight end situation. Baker Mayfield is not a bad quarterback, and if he's healthy, he's by the way, by the way, they say that's a camp battle with Sam Darnold. That's because Baker just got in the building. Like Baker's winning that job. There's no way. Like I've, everything that I say is that it's Sam's job to lose, and I just can't wait to watch him spectacularly lose it. I just there's no way Baker. There's no way. There's no way. There's no way Baker's not the week one starter. No way. Yeah, Baker's I, gonna be the starter. I don't see it. And, and if he's not the week one starter, I give it three games max. Like, it's just maximum. So, yeah. The, yeah. It's, I, I just don't see that happening. And Baker's a good player. Baker's a good quarterback. He's not a great quarterback, but he's a good yeah. quarterback, and he's a gamer. This is, the, this is the thing that we're talking about here, though. It, it's, it's relative, right? Because we're just talking – we're not talking about Baker Mayfield being Tom Brady. No. We're not talking about him being, you know uh, – Patrick Mahomes. We're just talking about whether or not he is an upgrade over what they had last year. And he's a massive upgrade yeah, over what they upgrade. had a year ago. A huge upgrade over Yosemite Darnold and the corpse of Cam Newton. Like like it's a huge yeah. upgrade. So That's uh, the that's what we're that's the thing. You know, and then defensively, like you said, you hit the nail on the head. This is a good defense, and they they fortified it. They added Matt Ioannidis, who is a good player. Like, people don't really know who he is. He's a good run stuffer. He can get uh, a fair amount of pressure rushing from the inside. He's versatile. He's a good player. He was a a nice run stuffer for Washington uh, a couple years ago, and I think that he's going to pair up really well with Derrick Brown and help uh, alleviate the need for youngsters like Bravion Roy and Davian Nixon having to come in and play big snaps immediately. I think that the, the, you have a very solid defensive line rotation. You'd like to see Yutur Gross Matos uh, take a big step forward as a pass rusher, but outside of that, I think you're in great shape. Uh, linebacker, Corey Littleton mm. was uh, a candidate for Pro Bowl caliber, one of the better middle linebackers in the league when he was with the Rams. He stunk with the Raiders for two years, and now he's getting another yeah. chance. We'll see if Phil Snow can bring out Rams' version of Corey Littleton. Uh, should be an upgrade either way. They've had a big hole at the middle linebacker position for years. Years they have since Luke Keekley retired. So I think Corey Littleton is an upgrade for them, even if he, we, even if he get Raiders version of Corey Littleton and then the secondary is really solid JC Horn Dante Jackson CJ Henderson Xavier Woods Jeremy Chin this is a solid secondary so I think you're going to have a very good defense and I think your offense is going to be upgraded with Baker Mayfield I like I like the Panthers I think eight nine wins is very very plausible do we know what to uh what to make of JC Horn or do we know what his situation is I think he's uh on pace to to be to be back and healthy I think so I haven't read anything about him like falling behind in, in anything like that. And this injury happened early enough that I think yeah. uh I, I think it's a good I think he's on pace to come back. So uh and he we saw like a small glimpse of him last year. He looked like a shutdown corner. A little bit of a risk taker, but he looked like a shutdown he looked, corner. Yeah. He looked great. I'd love the secondary man. Yeah. Um with with, with all the, you know, it, it, it's still young. It's all mm-hmm. drafted guys. They're, they're developing. I'm in on the secondary. The, the, all, love the defensive line. Love the rotation of Brian buying all the Brian Burns stock. The the linebackers are what worry me on that defense. But Shaq Thompson's still fine. I think Damian Wilson he, is a an Shaq average Thompson's fine, player. Yeah. Huh? 
I said, is it? Yeah, Shaq Thompson is is a good starter. He's a fine starter. Yeah, yeah. But I think Damian Wilson is an average player. Like, like if if you plug him into your defense, he's not doing anything great for you. But I don't think he's making you lose games. And then yeah. again, the big question mark there is which Corey Littleton do you get? Do you get Raiders Corey Littleton or do you get Rams Corey Littleton? Because if you get Rams Corey Littleton, then you have a a very good middle linebacker. So mm-hmm. we'll see on him i i i'm 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 a little more bullish on him i i kind of think maybe it was scheme and maybe um you know maybe he'll do okay maybe he'll be able to bounce back a little bit but boy rams Corey littleton was a force man he he, 125 and 135 tackles to you know for two years in a row he got sacks he was able to pick off passes he was everywhere he was a force in 2018 and 2019 and i think that if you can plug into that then that's going to be excellent for you guys. Question. Is this a do or die season for Matt Rule? Yes. Yeah, he's gone. He's gone if the Panthers don't show marked improvement after this year. I agree. I kind of agree. Yeah, he might be gone midseason. Like, honestly, if Sam Darnold starts <laughs> and they're 1-5, and five, I think Rule's gone. I can't imagine a world where that happens. If that happens, they should fire the entire everyone that works for the team. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense why you wouldn't start. This season needs to be about honestly, what this needs season needs to be is you start with is Baker Mayfield somebody that we're going to re-sign and can take us to the playoffs? And then if the answer is no by mid-season, it's do we need to draft a quarterback or is Matt Coral okay? Those that's what yeah. this season is about. We we have seen Sam Donald's body of work. I do not yes. need to see Sam Sam Donald work with Sam Donald starting. Yeah. I'm fine with him as the backup. I wish it wasn't for 19 million dollars, but I'm fine with him <laughs> as the backup. Because he because Sam Donald, you know, he can he can he is a competent. No, I take that back. He is a starter. I mean, he is a backup. He can play in the NFL. He knows the playbook. I think he's I think he's a very solid backup. I really do. I think he's a very solid yeah. backup. I'll call him like a like a less athletic. Ryan Tannehill. You know what I mean? Can we take can we take can we take very <laughs> off that statement? If you take very off that statement, I'm on board. A very competent backup. <laughs> no, take very off. Yeah? He's a competent backup. That's it. <laughs> yes. I, I will I will tell you one thing. This is Sam Darnold's last year in Carolina, so at least the nineteen million goes off your books next year. Um, I so yeah, I I fully expect Baker to be the starter week one, um, and like you said, if it does go one and five, you know two and seven or whatever it is midseason, I th- they should just switch to Matt Coral, decide if he's the, a thing, and if not, take someone next year. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's exactly what they and, should do, and it should be a good quarterback draft next year. So if things go off the rails, they should have an opportunity to yeah. get a guy, uh, a new guy, to go with their new coaching staff. And if Baker does hit and play well and they make a run at the playoffs, then you resign him. Yeah, then you resign him and everything is everything is gravy then. Everything is solid then. Yeah. So um and I um, kinda think that's what happens. I really do. Like again, I don't think we're gonna finish the season being like Baker Mayfield, elite if, perennial right. pro bowler. But I think we're Not gonna MVP, end the season saying Baker Mayfield solid starter for for the Panthers for now in the future. I do think we'll see that. MV, they're not saying MVP level season, but I think that we probably end this season saying the Panthers don't need a quarterback. That's what I expect. Yeah, that's what I think too. Uh, you know, that's what the Browns have been saying for three years. So <laughs> until they didn't, until I, they traded, for, until they traded for uh, for the, you know Deshaun Watson. It's, that's it. Um, but you know, two years ago he had the Browns. The Browns. He had the Browns in the playoffs. 
um, threw for 26 touchdowns and eight picks. Like, that's a good season. And that's two years ago. And then last year, he separated his shoulder. So, I got if he if if he just if he just goes for twenty and ten, twenty touchdowns, ten interceptions. If he just does that, that's the best season the Panthers have had since they made the Super Bowl at quarterback. Ooh, <laughs> that's a scathing indictment. And I will I will make an argument. People don't like the offensive line in Carolina, and they love the offensive line in Cleveland, and it was a, an improvement. But I will say. The offensive line in Carolina looks like it could be better. They've replaced three out of five starters, right? And they had one good starter. So I don't know why people think that it's going to be the same trash that it was last year when three-fifths yeah. of it is different. You know what I mean? It's gonna, it's it's definitely going to be better. Whether or not it's going to be great, that remains to be seen. But it's definitely going to be better than it was a year ago. Yeah, and he definitely has better weapons, even if you take Christian McCaffrey out of the equation. And, and if McCaffrey's there, then the offense is different and is going to help Baker Mayfield tremendously. We saw what, what Christian McCaffrey did for Sam Darnold for four weeks last year, right? But uh, DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson, even the even the second-year guy, Terrace Marshall, like those guys are a massive upgrade over what he had to work with in Cleveland. Like, like his whole career. Like, no disrespect to Odell Beckham Jr., but OBJ was hurt most of the time with Baker and was struggled to be a part of it. Like, it just, I, I don't, and bad coaching, too. Bad coaching in Cleveland. I just, I think Ben McAdoo is going to have a nice, uh, easy system for Baker Mayfield to work with that's going to take advantage of his skills is going to, I do think that those are the things that you're going to see happen well. Like Baker Mayfield runs a great quick slant, right? Uh, DJ Moore runs a great quick slant. Uh, ben McAdoo, the offensive coordinator, loves quick slants, uh, loves three-step drops. I think those are things that you're going to see uh, amplify this offense and make Baker Mayfield better. I, I do. I really do. I, I, I know I'm a little more bullish than I probably should be, but I, I like this team. I do. I agree. I'm in on Baker. Yeah. Now, I, again, you have them missing the playoffs. I have them just missing the playoffs. I don't think they make the playoffs. Yeah, I think we have like um, them a game or two apart. Like I have eight or nine yeah. wins. It sounds like you have nine or ten. Yeah, I had them at about nine. Yeah. Uh, uh, also upgraded their return game. Uh, Andre Roberts yeah, comes over. About that. Yeah, yeah. Should, yeah. should be, uh, if he makes the roster, should be the punt returner and kick returner. Uh, been one of the best in the league at doing that for the last five years. So, you know, it's a small thing. Uh, also upgraded the punter, Johnny Hecker, one of the best punters in the league for the past decade. So, Here we go. I'm in. You're talking me in. Hey. <laughs> that last that last wild card spot, I'm looking at you, Philadelphia Eagles. We're coming. Let's do it. Let's do it, Carolina Panthers. <laughs> they're going to they're gonna start one and three, and we're just going to crash. I know. It's gonna, no, no, what's going to happen is they're going to announce Darnold as the starter, and I'm just going to give up. <sighs> it's like, I'm done. I'm they done. Can't, like, they I'm can't out. do that. They just can't do that. I can't. <laughs> I can't with that. I can't with Sam Darnold anymore. <laughs> oh, it's going to be so fun. Yeah. If, they I, had, if, if, I, if I run that team and Matt Rule walks into my office and tells me he wants to start Sam Darnold, I fire him on the spot. It's like we're just done. I'm done, Matt. I'm not doing this with you again, Matt. We're not like we're not doing this. We've done this, Matt. We've done this. I love it. Are we ready to talk about the uh the the Buccaneers of Tampa Bay? Uh yeah, I think we are. Um I mean they should be unless Tom Brady suddenly shows his age, which is you know apparently it's just never going to happen right yeah. <laughs> yeah um 
unless that happens, I, I don't see a, a way that the Bucks aren't the leaders in this division and, again, a Super Bowl contender. I, um, yeah, this is yet another team that I think it just kind of depends on the quarterback play, but the opposite way. Like, 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 like at some point, this guy just can't, he's just not going to be great till he's 50, right? Yeah. Like, like at, at some point, yeah. like, oh, or, or maybe he will be, I maybe don't know, maybe be. he'll yeah. be. Who are we to say, honestly, <laughs> at this point? Um, I think that honestly, I, I know I have them ranked first in this division. I have them winning the division, making the playoffs, but I, I think this is the year it comes apart for Tom Brady. I do. I I think I think he he I think he hung on a year too long, and he he wasn't he wasn't in any way bad last year. He no. wasn't, but he wasn't great. You know what I mean? Like he wasn't like Tom Brady. <laughs> he he definitely seemed more beatable last year. But you know there were a couple years in New England that he felt that way too. Um, yeah, the volume was just incredible for him last year. I mean, he had 43 touchdowns, 12 picks, 5,316 yards, led the league in yards, touchdown passes, at passing attempts, completions. Like, he, the guy just threw the ball all year. And yeah, I don't yeah. know if that's sustainable or not, you know, in his age 45 season. He's going to be 45 in August. I, I it, it, It's crazy. I mean, what he's done defies all logic and everything we know about football. So... You know, <laughs> right? I would I would I would uh, bring up this story when talking about Tom Brady. Um, I saw LeBron James at uh, make it sound like I saw him at the store. No, yeah. I saw him. He was at um, <laughs> he was at summer league. He was sitting courtside at summer league, um, and I, I, I put Tom Brady and, and LeBron in the same category of this cal- this caliber of player. And he was sitting at sideline, and he was eating a bag of nuts out of a little Ziploc bag. Uh huh. Like, like it was like some almonds or something that he was eating out of a bag. And uh, Twitter, because Twitter is stupid, uh, was like, LeBron is so cheap that he can't buy snacks at the game. He has to bring his own snacks. Oh, that's not and what I was that like, was all about, Twitter. I was like, see, guys, what you don't understand <laughs> is that there's a reason that LeBron James is still one of the best players in the league at, at, after 19 years. Yeah. And it's because he eats almonds. And not popcorn. <laughs> yeah. And and won't buy the and I, I guarantee those almonds are like perfectly roasted and not salted with no oil. <laughs> Absolutely. There is no oil on those. There is no salt on those. Those are dry roasted almonds. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And Tom Brady and, and LeBron. Tom Brady has a are, similar regime. Yeah. Tom Brady and LeBron are I put are guys that just take incredible care of their body. Yeah. Like people people make fun of Tom Brady for like the things he eats and all stuff like it works. Obviously he's yeah. 45 years old and he is in incredible condition. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think that whatever LeBron and Tom are eating is the way to look and be like, yep, maybe that's what we should all be doing. <laughs> yeah. That's maybe it. I should eat some almonds. Yeah. Maybe that's what I should do. <laughs> yeah. I remember he got criticized for saying soda is poison at like a kid's thing or something. This was years ago. Tom Brady did. And I'm like, Tom, so- Tom or, yeah. Tom and I'm like, but soda is poison. It's straight up poison. Like there's no, who I like soda. Like it tastes who good. Who said this? Tom Brady said this or Tom, LeBron said this? Tom Brady did. Oh, okay. Okay. 
Yeah, and people yeah. are like, "What does he so, have against soda?" Soda, soda like, is it's unhealthy. It's bad for you. Like, soda is unhealthy. We no yeah. one should drink soda. Honestly, yeah. it's I delicious. Like, I like but it's soda. Really bad. Yeah, it's it is terrible for you. Like Coca Cola is used to like dissolve things. Like, yeah, it's not good for you. It's not good for you. It's 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 pure sugar. <laughs> it's just liquid sugar. It's literally what it is. But yeah, so and Tom Brady, it, it, it just takes very good care of himself. That's why he's forty five and can still play in the NFL. Now, yeah. This is not. And I'm not. I'm not crapping on these guys who you know don't play until they're forty five. Of course not. Yeah. But Tom's a freak. He's, and LeBron is a he's freak. Insane. He's <laughs> insane. LeBron, LeBron. I've never. I've heard LeBron say before. They've asked him about like his regime, and he's like during the season. Like he will limit himself to like one glass of wine, like a week, and like in in the summertime he will indulge and have maybe two or three. Yeah. Like and he just he just takes care of himself, right? Yeah. He just. Does. <laughs> that's what you have to do. Yeah, and that's why he looks like that at age four. He almost almost forty. Yeah. Um, so here's the argument for Tampa, right? Which is um, Tom Brady, you know, coming off a great year, keeps doing it. Uh, the team's loaded top to bottom. They got good position players. They got uh, a, a good offensive line. We're 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 gonna get to that here in a minute. Um, defense doesn't skip a beat. They have um uh, you know top notch players up and down the defense. Uh, and that the there's a seamless transition from Bruce Arians to Todd Bowles because there's really no other big changes on the coaching staff and it's you know same system and all that. So that's the and then of course uh, potential weak division probably kind of a weak division. So. Uh, that's the argument for the Bucks. All that seems very realistic. Now there is a strong argument against the Bucks, right? Uh, okay, let's number, hear it. I, I'm, I'm open for it. Let's go. Yeah, number one, <laughs> Tom Brady is 45. He is 45. He is. So that's a thing. that is true. Uh, they're, they're thinner at the running back position, right? Giovanni Bernard looked washed. He's still there, but, uh, but Ronald Jones is gone. Uh, we don't know if Kashawn Vaughn's any good. They did draft Rashad white out of, uh, Arizona state in the third round. That's, uh, he's a plucky third down back, which might be okay. But, uh, Leonard Fournette, not an iron man throughout his career. So, uh, they are, they've got, they've got your guy, Kenyon Barr. That's your guy. Yeah. He's more of a returner. Um, I doubt he makes the roster because they got Jalen Darden. So. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> wide receiver, right? Their big addition was Russell Gage. Chris Godwin's coming off an injury. He may not be ready for opening day. Chris Godwin may not be. So, in fact, probably won't be. So, uh, you might be limited after ha- after going in last season with Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, and Antonio Brown. You've got Mike Evans, maybe Chris Godwin, and Russell Gage. So, uh, that's a, a step back. Obviously, they're going to miss Rob Gronkowski and O.J. Howard. They're, they're stuck now. Cameron Brait. And then they drafted Cade Otten in the um, fourth round out of Washington. He's an elite blocker, uh, blocking tight end, but it doesn't offer a whole lot pass catching. So we'll see. The other thing is they uh, they lost Alex Kappa and they lost um, Ali Barpet, uh, interior offensive lineman. Uh, Tom Brady, throughout his career, the way to beat Tom Brady is you take your big mammoth fast defensive lineman, you put him inside, and you get right in Brady's face. Like edge rushers, Tom Brady will eat those alive. You blitz Tom Brady, he's too smart. He'll eat that alive. If you can get through their guards with really strong defensive linemen fast and get in his face, you can sack him and you can make him – uh, make him turn the ball over. That's uh, that's why the Giants beat him twice in the Super Bowl. That's the way you beat Tom Brady, right? It's hard to do. Yeah, very hard yeah. to do. 
That's the way you beat yep. him. So Will losing both starting guards. Now they brought in Shaq Mason, who should be fine at right guard. But Will lose Will losing both starting guards, who were Pro Bowl level guards. Will that hurt Tom Brady? Will that allow teams like Carolina, who has Derek Brown, or the yeah. Saints, who can run Cameron Jordan on stunts inside, or or the Falcons with Grady Jarrett? Will that allow? other teams to get enough pressure in Tom Brady's face. That's the biggest thing that I see on this team that makes me wonder. Maybe we see Tom Brady take a step back, not so much because he's 45, but because he's going to have more people in his face. And we'll see. We'll see what happens. But this might be the worst pair of guards he's played with in years. That's Listen, that's a big concern. Is yeah. the, the most easiest way to beat him is now their biggest weakness. <laughs> yeah, on the line. Yeah, it's it's. We'll that's see. A, that's a concern. Yeah. Uh, also, the, it's Tom Brady, and I just I just refuse to believe that Tom Brady can't figure it out at this point in his career. Oh yeah, no, he's great, but but he needs the thing is, you know, th- this isn't a Tom Brady thing, right? It's a quarterback thing, right? But Tom Brady can't do what Lamar Jackson does. If you have bad guards and you've got Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes, they can roll out, right? Like, they're fine. Yeah. Tom Brady doesn't have the speed to do that, right? So he needs to be able to dump that ball off. And I don't know who that's going to be in this situation. I I don't know. We'll see. I'm sure he's going to figure it out. I'm not saying he can't do it, but I will say that's been the way to beat him throughout his career. And it's 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 a it's a concern. It's a mild concern. I still have the Bucks winning this division. Tom Brady just continuing yeah. to plague me as a great quarterback in the NFL until the end of eternity. <laughs> but he retired, Brandon. We were done. I know. I I think he did it honestly just to screw with me. I I really think that's what it is. <laughs> he retired. It was over. We had we had we had done it. Yeah. We, we, <laughs> And we cheered, and we high-fived, and then yeah. he said, you know what? I just watched Encanto for the sixth time. I'm coming back. No, this is what happened. <laughs> this is what happened, right? He thought, what would be the worst thing I could do to Brandon, right? <laughs> the worst thing I could do to Brandon would be to make him sit through all the retirement, the greatest ever, all the <laughs> retrospectives. Make him sit through all of those until it dies down. And then yeah. announce I'm coming back and then have all the <laughs> I'm back stuff happen so that I can dominate the news cycle in the off season. In yes. the off season, I can dominate that news cycle <laughs> for another year and then do it again next year. That That's the oh, worst thing God. he could do to me. I, I know but he listen. did it just uh, purposely to screw with me, Dwayne. <laughs> but think about this. This this is like a this is like a pro wrestling storyline. Like you gotta set up the heel, right? Yeah. You have to make you have to make the the heel has to make you hate them, right? You have to boo the bad guy. You hate the bad guy so that when the good guy comes in and beats the bad guy, now you're happy. So yeah. think about how wonderful it's gonna be watching him throw four picks against the Panthers and losing this this year. Think about how wonderful that's gonna be. I will say, if he sucks this year, it'll be worth it. I just want to. I want to. I want to see a year where Brady really stinks. Like, like his arm. His arm is kind of a noodle, and he looks terrible playing, yeah. and he's just frustrated all year. Obviously, I want him to be I, healthy. I want everything to be healthy. Of course, him, of course. Yeah, we don't wish I, bad things on Tom Brady. I, I like. Uh, he's terrible and should have retired. Season. That's what I'd like. Um, I think. I. I honestly. I think that might be what we. That could be what we get. It feels I hope like so. he's just hanging. It feels like he's hanging on a year too long. Yeah. I. I also want to say. Um, 
I want to reiterate because that's a lot of trash I just talked about, Tom Brady. Uh oh, Tom Brady. It's sports hate, and if Tom Brady was the, was the was the quarterback of the Dolphins, I'd be out here talking about how Deflate Gates a hoax and all that stuff. So of course, <laughs> of course, as would I, as would I. I've said this for years. Like, listen, if Cam Newton wasn't a Carolina Panther, I'd hate his guts. <laughs> <laughs> if he was an Atlanta Falcon, I'd hate him. I've said that for years. <laughs> yeah. like, Stop celebrating. Although we, you, you kind, of, you're you're at least smart enough to be like, Cam, don't celebrate like that. Even though he's a parent. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't. The thing about the celebrations for me, I don't mind them oh, when you're winning. That's the thing. If yeah, I don't mind celebrations. I don't like celebrating a first down in the fourth quarter when you're down twenty. Like that. Absolutely what, yeah. not. Absolutely not. Like, like you do not get to point for a first down. We're down seventeen points. Yeah, Cam. Yeah. Like, <laughs> stop yeah. doing that. Yeah. Or celebrate yeah, a touchdown when you when you've just made the score thirty to tw- to ten. Like, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't like that. But yeah, I don't mind guys, you know, giving it to them. I don't mind when other players give it to us. I remember Panthers fans got so mad that playoff game with you know with when um uh oh I can't even remember his name the 49ers quarterback the guy that kneeled say his name oh uh, Colin Kaepernick. Kaepernick, when they beat us in the playoffs, and Kaepernick does, he did the Cam Superman thing. Oh yeah, and all the Panthers, all the pan, all the Panthers fans got mad. It's classless. I'm like, listen, you gotta take it if you're gonna give it, man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> if you're gonna do that celebration, you gotta accept it when someone gives it back to you. Yeah, I remember the year. I think it was maybe that first year that LeBron was in Miami, and the Heat came and played the Hornets in the first game. That we were the Bobcats, and we stunk. And we played tough in that first home game, and Cam is on the sideline, and and Wade hits a shot to win the game, and he walks past Cam and does the Superman thing. And I was like, listen, you got to take stuff like that. If that's going to be your thing, (laughs) you got to take it, man. (laughs) Absolutely. You absolutely have. (laughs) Very funny stuff. Yeah, um, all that to say, so your ceiling for the Bucks is Super Bowl contender. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, ceiling is Super Bowl. You know, uh, defensively, they're still stout. Should be very solid on the defensive side of the ball. I don't see any uh, issues there, especially if they can get, like, some good snaps out of Logan Hall, their second-round pick out of Houston. He's a defensive end. Uh, might might play a little inside. Might kick a little. He's kind of a versatile defensive lineman. But they added Akeem Hicks, uh, added Logan Ryan, I think all the, I think both those guys are, are nice additions, nice veteran additions to the team, and I think they're well coached. Casey Rogers is a good coach. Todd Bowles is a good coach. Uh, they got a lot of talent on that on that defensive team. A uh, little concerned about pass rush, but I think they'll be fine. Shaq Barrett's great. Joe Tryon, they just need him to take a big step and uh, make up for the loss of Jason Pierre-Paul, who wasn't good last year, but he was really good the year yeah. before. Where he where he land? Where is Jason Pierre-Paul at? I think he's still a free agent. Is he? He's not signed. Okay. He looked washed last year. Like, he did. Like, he, he, did. He, he had a he- heck of a career, right? Heck of a career. But yeah. he's, you know, he's 33, and he, yeah. you know, he looked looked done last season. He did. He definitely did look 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 looked like it was time. Yep. Yep. After a great I've, 2020, had a great 2020, but I've got the Bucks finish. I've got the Bucks finishing uh, as the four seed in the playoffs. Okay. I'm not ready to talk. I'm not ready to talk about who I've got at the one seed yet. I'm oh, ready. I'm excited though. I'm very, very excited. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I think that's probably fair. I could see. Uh, yeah, they could. They could be the best team in the in the in in the NFC. Also, though, they very well could be. So, yeah. But yeah, I'm gonna have them. Let's. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say twelve wins. That's what I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say twelve wins. I'm gonna say they slip a little bit from last year, but they're still a force. I I I, I kind of agree with you. I think they're still the, the the class of the division for now until until Baker. Until yeah, until, I'm telling you right now, Baker. Baker. If if Baker goes out there and lights up the Browns week one and we win by two touchdowns, I'm buying a Baker jersey. I'm in. I might I'm get a- Sunday <laughs> ticket just to watch that game. <laughs> There's no way. Bet everything you got on the Panthers. There's no way that the Browns are winning that game. If if like if if Deshaun Watson does not play Week One, which I am not willing to rule out, it's it's very yeah, right? possible he doesn't get suspended right. at all. <laughs> I think the um, only way the Browns win that game is if Sam Darnold starts. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, this is no, the, the Panthers are definitely winning that game. Oh. <laughs> okay. Well, I think that's that's all we got. I I think we did uh, we did good. We we only had a few massive deviations from the conversation. We have only a couple. Um, we got the um, we have the same ranking: Bucks, Panthers, Falcons, Saints. Yep. We were boring and and also not boring. So. Yeah, I we both acknowledged that the the at least the last two could be very wrong. Yeah. Like they could both be very terrible teams. Yeah, I think the Panthers have a higher floor than the Falcons and Saints. I really do. I don't think they're going to be think terrible. So too. I think the Panthers have the best. I would say they have the best quarterback situation and the best defense of those three teams. Oh no, not the Saints. Saints have a best, the best defense. Yeah, yeah. If it doesn't slip, for, it was it was great last year. So yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, we'll do another division next week. Uh, before we go, let me just uh, mention it really helps out if you go to Apple Podcasts, subscribe, leave us a nice review, so please do. That does it for this week. You can find us on Facebook, Donaldson, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher. Check us out at twoguyspodcast.com. You should also follow us on Twitter at twoguysdwayne and at twoguysbrandon. Go listen to Surge Severe and apologies, as always, to Ryan Tannehill. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you with another episode next week. It's that infinite, filling the gap synonyms. Extract minerals, twisted and dash cinnamon. Flavorful, neighbors sniffing from the kitchen. We cooking up that supreme rap, and then we dish it. Yo, close. your attention's on the fire. Cause on the mic, I call experience. I'm like a giant. Nobody move. Yeah. Don't even sleep. Ready to ill, ready to get it, ready to kill, ready to ill, ready to kill. Yeah. I'm like a giant.